Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. Good morning, Mr. Barnett, and uh, hope everybody is uh, having a good day so far. So uh, I know it's Monday, and uh, it's hard to it's like each week seems to go by faster and faster anymore. And uh, it just seems like we were just starting a brand new week uh, yesterday. <laughs> So it just uh, hard to believe how fast the time goes by. Thanksgiving's gonna be here, Christmas is here, and New Year's, and all starts back over again. So uh, uh, just uh, hang in there today. I know it can be uh, Monday, so it's not always fun, but you know, like I've said before, it is what you make it, and uh, hopefully you'll make today a good day, and uh, things will go your way. And uh, they don't give God the glory anyway, and just pick yourself up by your bootstraps and keep on a moving. That's all you can do. So, but uh, know the world's in chaos and spinning out of control, but we know the one who is in control, and that's who we have to depend upon and trust in, and know that He has our best interest at heart. So, uh, just trust in God today. Well, let's go ahead and do our pledge of allegiance. Uh, let us stand and. Uh, if you're able to, uh, stand and let us uh, do that right now. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. You know, it's... Uh, oh, there was a time... When uh, that sense of patriotism was uh, universal, and it seemed like everybody had a, uh, even always agreed with politics, but uh, most people had uh, respect for our country, for the flag. Uh, we, uh, most people were, at a time, were very patriotic. And it seems like now, it seems like those numbers are diminishing. Uh, that you don't see as many people as um, proud of America as they should be, uh, not as near as patriotic as they should be. And uh, I think it's evident uh, in what we're seeing in, in how uh, these votes have been cast or <laughs> the illegitimate ones. And uh, it is uh, really sad. It really is that people don't... Uh, seem to to love our country as they once did you know maybe it's just the way i grew up but uh i've always had great respect great love for our country for our flag uh, excuse me yawning this morning but um it's sad to see so many that don't and uh, uh we live in the greatest country in the world and uh, at least for now uh, depending on what happens from here on out I don't know what's going to happen for the future of our nation, but uh, all we do is cover it in prayer. So well, let's go ahead and look at our uh, passage this morning. We're looking at Revelation chapter 6, verse 17. So if you have your Bibles handy, by all means, get those out. But I'm going to back up, and uh, the focal point is 17, but I'm going to read uh, 15 through 17 of Revelation chapter 6. And the kings of the earth, and the great men, and the rich men, and the chief captains, and the mighty men, and every bondman, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains, and said to the mountains and rocks, Fall on us, and hide us from the face of him that sitteth on the throne, and from the wrath of the Lamb. 
for the great day of his wrath is come, and he shall be able to stand. All right. As me old Pappy always says, bless this reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. Well, you know, uh, when you're reading in this uh, portion of Revelation, uh, we're talking about the, uh, this is re referencing the sixth seal. Uh, and uh, prior to that, talking about the, you know, the other five seals and, and how uh, man plays into that. But when we come to the sixth seal, we, we are seeing uh, God uh, definitely up uh, at play here. And um, we're seeing his wrath. We're seeing his judgment uh, being poured out on mankind. Uh, there's going to be wailing and groaning and, uh, uh, and even the very mountains and islands will be moved uh, as a result of it. And um, there, man can feel as if he is the master of his environment and, uh, uh, and his circumstances. But, uh, and he can try to deny God all he wants, but see, we're seeing here that when coming judgment, when God's wrath is poured out, uh, all will say, they will recognize who God truly is. And as a result, they're gonna to try to run. We're gonna to try to uh, hide, uh, to get away from that. Uh, because we can't uh, look upon him, those who are unsaved in particular is what I'm talking about. It is, um, you know, goes back to the Garden of Eden. You know, uh, of course, when uh, Adam and Eve uh, partook of the fruit of the, of the good of evil, good and evil, that um, uh, they their minds were open or eyes were opened and recognized that they were naked and tried to hide from God because they they. Uh, were under guilt. They were under conviction for what they've done. They were ashamed for what they have done. And so uh, they tried to hide themselves. Well, this is what we're seeing here in Revelation in these end times because of the shame and the guilt of their sin, man will try to hide. And that's why we see that these very, in this passage here in Revelation that, uh, that these great men, rich men, chief captains, mighty men, every bondman uh, or slave, if you will, and every free man hid themselves in the dens and in the rocks of the mountains. Ascended the mountains of the rocks, fall on us, hide us from the face of him that sinneth on the throne. So, you know, so we see that they, they cannot stand before God Almighty. Some will say, we use this verse as a, um, uh, as their belief system in a mid-tribulation uh, in, uh, in, in end times and eschatology teaching. And, um, you know, I've always been more of a mid-trib um, believer myself. You know, you may uh, be more in the mindset of pre-trib, but... Um, I just feel like that uh, we may have to endure uh, a certain point of that tribulation. Uh, it's also, you know, I, I believe that uh, we'll be tested. You know, uh, that is that separating from the wheat and the chaff uh, and our testing of our faith may be uh, at hand uh, to, you know, determine where our heart really is with Jesus Christ. And that's why I feel like uh, whether this is whether this is truly talking about mid tribulation or not, my strong feelings are that we may have to endure a certain part of that. Uh, you know, all throughout history, uh, man has had to endure terrible, uh, nightmarish uh, persecution. You can read uh, Fox's uh, Book of Martyrs, uh, and you could see the, the most vile and heinous ways that man has been tortured. 
uh, and still will not deny their Savior, Jesus Christ. And there may come a time when we may have to face uh, certain circumstances, whether it's that brutal or not, uh, as to where we're at uh, with our relationship with Jesus Christ. That's my strong feelings. I could be wrong. Hey, if I'm wrong, then hey, well, this means we get uh, raptured out of here that much sooner. So, I, you know, it's a win-win either way. But um, so you need to make sure that your heart's right with the Lord. Again, I kind of referenced this a little bit last night in the sense that, uh, I, you know, we will be judged for those things we've done as, as, as Christians. And then we'll get to spend eternity with Jesus Christ. Those who are in the world will be judged for every single sin that they have ever committed. And then they'll be cast into hell for all of eternity. They'll be rejected and casted into hell. And, and we see that God's wrath is being poured out. We see God's judgment being given. And they cannot stand uh, to be in the presence of God. And they're trying to hide themselves, calling for the very mountains to come down on top of them so they don't have to face God. You know, that's a very interesting thing because so many people want to deny God. They want to deny a Savior. And, uh, and like God's Word says, every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. And so, you know, that just reinforces that. They, man can try to deny the existence of God all that they want to. But the fact of the matter is, when it comes down to the nitty-gritty, everybody in this world and this nation is going to recognize the fact that God does sit on the throne. The God of the Bible is real. And the God of the Bible is true. Jesus Christ was not a mere prophet. He was and is the Messiah. He is the Son of God. He had to atone for our sins on the cross, and he is the only way to heaven. He is the way, the truth, and the life, and no man gets to the Father except through him. No other religion, no other cult. You know, it's so sad to see these uh, brainwashed cult members and Jehovah's Witness and Mormons. I think they're saved, and they are not. And it's, it's sad to, you know, that, you, that they believe a lie. Uh, and you're going to see uh, Muslims and Buddhists and Hindus. All these people are going to go to hell if they don't know Jesus Christ or personal Lord and Savior. And you may say, well, that isn't fair. That isn't right. That, that they may not know any better. Hey, man, uh, God will reveal himself some way, somehow. Every single person will have the opportunity to accept or to reject God in their lifetime. So don't sit there and say that it is it's unfair. God gives everybody a choice. And that's one of the indications when it comes to uh, eschatology, that teaching of end times, is that one indication or indicator that um, Christ was going to be coming soon uh, is the fact that every single person in this world will have heard about the gospel. And when that happens, that's when Christ is going to return. Now, I'm not being, uh, I'm not no, no Nostradamus and saying that Christ is returning uh, November 25th at uh, 10 a.m. By no stretch of imagination, not even the, the uh, angels in heaven know when Christ is returning. So if you see some lunatic telling you when Christ is going to return, just, you know, turn him off because you know that, uh, or he or she, the one, uh, you know that they're full of crap because uh, not even the angels know. But I believe that um, uh, it is hard-pressed to find many, if any, who have not heard about the gospel in some shape, form, or fashion. Not only because, of, but I, and a lot because of social media. You know, of course, we have uh, boots on the ground, so to speak, as far as missionaries uh, going out uh, to uh, uh, remote locations to spread the gospel. And uh, and again, it'd be hard pressed to find a, a remote a location that has not been reached by man. And even if there wasn't. Uh, when missionaries have gotten to certain areas that no white man has ever been to, found them worshiping God. 
So again, God can and will reveal himself in some shape, form, or fashion. Judgment is coming. God's wrath is coming. He demands justice for our sins. That's why he sent his only son to pay a debt he did not owe because we pay, we owed a debt we could not pay. And that's why he sent his only son to save us from a very real and an eternal hell. And when God's wrath comes, we see in the sixth seal, we see his judgment coming. Even the very mountains will groan. The islands will be moved. And we'll see men groaning. And it doesn't matter if you're a king, rich, slave, whatever. They're going to want to hide from the face of God, just as Adam and Eve hid uh, from God uh, in that garden. Uh, Eileen says, our faith and hope must always be in him and not this world. Remember that, what is happening in this broken world will make more sense. His purpose, his will, he has He has, and will never forsake us, no matter what evil is thrown at us. Well said, Miss Eileen. She's a true sister in Christ. She really is. And uh, uh, very well said, and it's true that... Um, and that's it. We can't put our faith in man. We can't put our faith in politics. We can't put our faith in a president. Only one, only one that's going to save us is Jesus Christ. We have to put our faith in God. Now, God can use men, good or evil, for his purpose. That's why we have Romans 8, 28, that all things work together for good to those who love God, to those who are called according to his purpose. We understand that. But we can't, we as Christians have to be proactive, and that's why we have to share the gospel of Jesus Christ. We have to go out to the highways and byways and let people know about the love of Christ, about the love of God, who sent his only son to save us. And that's where people need to put their faith and hope. And this world, as I was referring to last night, there's people who are going to reject us, they're going to mock us, they're going to make fun of us. And even though those who will hate us or persecute us, we must still show Jesus. We must still show kindness, we must show gentleness, and we must show love to those around us. And uh, and again, we're not the world's doormat, but we must show Jesus. That's the yeah, the only way in a broken world that we can be a witness is is demonstrating the fruits of the Spirit, as we see in Galatians 5.29, of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. Against such there is no law. We must demonstrate that. And so when somebody wrongs you, you show them love. When somebody hurts you, you show them love. Now, now, uh, that, that is true and god's word declares that now that may you know, we need to be clear about some things if so if you are in a relationship and uh particularly ladies uh if you are in an abusive relationship you need to get the heck out of there all right uh uh you know that's one thing a man should never well he's not a man if he puts his hands on you that's not a man he's a spineless worm uh, that's why I wouldn't make a good police officer because I caught somebody hurting a woman or a child. I, I would be the one in jail because I would, uh, wouldn't be able to control my temper. But, um, uh, so if you're in that situation, that's not what I'm referring to. Okay. So he said, well, Matt said, if, if I was hurt and I just need to show him that much more love, not in that situation. All right. God's word does not condone that in any way, shape, form or fashion. I'm talking about spiritual persecution. I'm talking about spiritually, uh, how um, people can come at you and you need to demonstrate the love of Christ, those attributes and the hopes that maybe God can use you just by your actions, thought, words, and deeds can draw them to the Lord. And you may say, maybe you're in a, in a bad relationship and you're saying, well, well, I, maybe if I keep trying, uh, he will change. I'm telling you, if you're in an abusive situation, it's only going to get worse to the point that, it, that it, he may even kill you. So, that doesn't work there. You need to get the heck out of there, find somewhere to go, shelter, 
police department find somewhere to go. And, and you could pray for that individual from afar, but you don't need to be in that home. So I want to make that clear because I don't want anybody to be in a situation to where they think, well, the, uh, my Christian duty is to uh, uh, stay with this individual even though they're physically abusive. No, that's not true. But we're talking about spiritual matters here, and we're talking about being a witness to a broken world. So make sure you understand that, okay? And uh, because if we retaliate, uh, with slanderous talk, retaliate with anger. Uh, we're not being that witness. What, how are we draw, going to draw anybody uh, to Jesus Christ? So that's why we need to be that strong witness and how we act and how we respond. And right now, like I was talking about last night, our anger and our temper is at an all-time high because we see the fraud, we see the evil, we see what's going on, and we see these uh, liberal low-lifes uh, uh, rubbing our uh, proverbial noses uh, in, uh, in what's going on right now, and it makes us upset. Don't respond. You know, if you don't even read the comments under, uh, well, I don't care if it's JHL, CYB, uh, Fox News, uh, whatever. Don't, don't, waste, don't even read the comments, you know. What's the point? You know it's going to be upsetting. You know there's going to be another bunch, a bunch of liberal trolls on there. Why go there? Why even bother? You know, it's not even, not even worth it. Unless you can control yourself and show a Christian attitude because you know as well as I do, you're going to get mad, you're going to see something, and you're going to want to respond, and you're not going to respond in a good, godly, Christian way. Unless you can do that, just avoid it. But if you can do that, show Jesus. When they attack you, show Jesus. That's what we've got to do. But hey, in the end, as we're seeing right here in Revelation, they are every person. They can sit there and mock us and make fun of us all they want to. But it's going to become a time when God's wrath is coming. God's judgment is coming. And they're going to be the very ones hiding in the caves as been screaming, as they're moaning, as we're seeing here. Bring the, the rocks down on top of us. Hide us from the face of God. Because every knee will bow and every tongue will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. My friends, if you've not made that profession of faith, I pray and beg you to please make that uh, commitment today. Uh, you know, I want to see every person to spend an eternity in heaven. Sadly, not every person is going to accept Christ. And uh, and then, sadly, there's going to be a lot of good people in hell. But, uh, my friends, we have our, we, we are the, the, I was thinking yesterday, the other, was yesterday, or day before yesterday, I'm watching my, I'm here, my daughter's going to turn 17. And uh, my son will be 21 uh, uh, this upcoming year. And uh, I've tried hard to spend as much time uh, with my children and family as I could. You know, uh, I've always tried to put Christ first and family second. And, uh, and I've seen a lot of pastors who put their families on the sideline for the sake of the ministry. And even though their intentions were good, it, it was uh, uh, detrimental uh, to their families. And that's one thing I've always tried to do is not put them above God, but I've always tried to do what I'm supposed to do as a minister, but I've always tried to make that, that the time for my wife and kids. And uh, I was just thinking Saturday, I thought, you know, uh, when we go to the beach and stuff, you know, if you try to grab sand, and the harder you try to hold on to that sand, it just it just seeps out of your hand. You can't hold on to it. That's just the way time is. You know, watching my kids grow up, it kills me. I want to see them stay little. It's like the harder I try to hold on, the faster that sand is going out of our hand. Well, my friends... That sand, that hourglass, it's running out. We are in the last days. Jesus Christ is going to rapture us out of here soon. There will be a second coming. And, uh, and when this time, when he comes in that second coming, it's going to be in an act of war. And his wrath is going to be poured out. 
I hope and pray that you're ready and you're prepared, that you've made that profession of faith, and that you've done it before it's too late. And uh, so when that trumpet sounds, in the twinkling of an eye, we'll be caught up and out of this place. And then that's when the bad nitty-gritty is going to come down. So uh, uh, be aware of that. And don't let the things of this world, just like Eileen was talking about, don't let these, these things get you down. We need to be encouraged. And that's the hope for today's message. As every day, I want to encourage you in your walk with the Lord. And don't let these, these petty things, the things we have no control over. And again, that's what I was talking about last night. That's one of why people are so mad. They, they, there's, we, we feel helpless uh, to do something and what's going on right now. So uh, that's why we're so angry. But uh, let's put our faith in the one who is in control and let us live a Christ-like life. Let us pray. And Father, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Uh, Lord, uh, help us uh, to live godly lives. Help us to search you out early. Help us to stay in the word and prayer daily. And let us serve you well. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with this nation. I pray that you'll touch hearts and minds like never before. Uh, they'll come to know you before it's too late. Uh, Lord, I pray that... Uh, by some miracle, if it is your will, that uh, fraud can be proven and that President Trump be reelected. Wouldn't that be a wonderful thing? But Lord, ultimately your will be done, not ours, but yours. And let us submit to that. And Lord, uh, as we lift up our brother in Christ, Ron Thompson, I know he's having a very tough time right now. I pray that you be with our, uh, David Stennett. I pray that you'll be with uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee. I pray that you'll be with Troy and Ginger Hood and Lynn and David Feathers and Murph. Uh, Lord, I pray you be a Jane Kitchings, bring healing upon her. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, my friends who have lost loved ones, uh, that you'll be with those individuals. Uh, Lord, I pray that uh, you'll be with Eric McCall. I know he said last night he's having a tough time and his prayer request. Uh, Lord, I pray you be with all those that, I, that are uh, asking for prayer and that you will be done in each and every one of those situations. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide us, and your protection we meet again. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning and hope you all have a great and fantabulous day today. And uh, as always, if you uh, haven't, uh, uh, or want to rather, if you want to share these devotions, your friends or family can find me at Dr. Young 77 And uh, if they don't do uh, Facebook, they can watch live on flbconline.com. Still having some trouble with my camera on at home uh, with the uh, live with the website. Still trying to figure that out. But if you haven't already, uh, subscribe to the Dr. Young Chronicles podcast on Apple iTunes, free of charge, but you can listen to all of our sermons, all of these morning devotions as you're going out and about your day. Well, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching. Oh, and uh, uh, Sheila said, uh, thank you so much. Such a neat image. Thank you, Miss Sheila. But thanks so much and appreciate y'all watching this morning. God bless.